Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Getting back to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Southbound side of I-270, the accident scene that was near 80, long gone. If anything, you might find a vehicle or two over on the right shoulder, but the delay is still sticking around. You're slow well back towards 85, so just be aware of that. South of Urbana, you're completely up to speed down towards the Beltway. Uh, Beltway traffic looks good. BW Parkway slow towards the Beltway. Southbound DC 295, you got brake lights from 50 down uh, until about Pennsylvania Avenue. Now, we had that delay on the westbound side of the southeast-southwest freeway near South Capitol Street, whatever was causing it has cleared away. I'm all right with that. Third Street Tunnel is up to speed, though a little crowded at New York Avenue. Usual delays for the light. I-95 in Virginia, on and off slowdowns from Aquia all the way up towards Newington, but no incidents to report as of this very moment. 66 looks great. Baybridge traffic up to speed as well. WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Carlos, now we're headed to Steve Rudin with 7 News First Alert weather. Mostly cloudy skies moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 40s. We're around 50 degrees on Friday with a chance for a few scattered showers, not going to amount to a whole lot. Partly sunny and breezy on Saturday, upper 40s near 50 on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Tyson. 50, Waldorf 51, L'Enfant Plaza 54. Some of us could be down to the lower 40s. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, we're following two breaking stories. Maine has just decided to kick Donald Trump off its primary ballot. And in our area, at the Tanger Outlets in National Harbor, a large police presence for a critical incident. We're trying to get more details and sending a WTOP reporter there. After D.C. announces plans to assess dozens of crime-fighting initiatives, where does that work stand? I'm Mike Marilla. There is no anonymity online. That's what one local school system is cautioning employees. I'm Grace Newton. Two current commanders and a former player being sued over a deadly car crash about two years ago. Also ahead. A child dies from flu complications in Virginia. I'm Matt Koufax. Now 7 o'clock on WTOP. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley clarifies controversial comment. Of course the Civil War was about slavery. New Year's Eve. Relatively quiet weather. U.S. troop movement. Two amphibious ships have transited the Suez Canal. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. When asked about the cause of the Civil War, GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley did not mention slavery. It has drawn criticism, and CBS's Linda Kenyon reports... At a town hall at North Conway, New Hampshire, she said... Of course the Civil War was about slavery. But that was not her response the night before at a separate town hall. In North Conway, she took an opportunity to clarify. It was also more than that. It was about the freedoms of every individual. Haley's comment about slavery touched off a political firestorm of criticism from fellow GOP presidential contenders, including Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. They both said she was not a candidate ready for prime time. Just in Maine, bars former President Trump from the state ballot, citing the insurrectionist ban. And Colorado Secretary of State says former President Trump will be on the primary ballot in that state for now. The Colorado Republican Party has appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, the Colorado Supreme Court's decision involving the insurrectionist ban. A rain-snow mix falling in the Great Lakes is shifting to the Ohio Valley. A separate system is creating powerful surf on the West Coast and Hawaii. It's threatening to soak portions of California, but should move out 
out by Sunday. National Weather Service meteorologist Zach Taylor with good news. Later in Saturday and certainly by New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, much of the country actually will be relatively quiet weather. We're not looking at any major storm systems. CBS News has learned that the U.S. military is making a move in the event tensions boil over between Hezbollah and Israel. The latest from CBS's David Martin. Two amphibious ships carrying 1,500 sailors and Marines, along with jet fighters, helicopters, and armored vehicles, have transited the Suez Canal from the Red Sea into the eastern Mediterranean. Joining another amphibious ship already there, that gives the U.S. military a much greater capability to evacuate Americans from Lebanon if the simmering conflict between Israel and the Iranian-backed terrorist group Hezbollah boils over. Israeli officials are threatening to clear out a buffer zone if Hezbollah's shelling of northern Israel doesn't stop. President Biden says American Judith Weinstein was killed by Hamas when it attacked Israel on October 7th. The U.S. confirmed last week that Weinstein's husband, Gadi Haggai, was also killed the same day. On Wall Street, stocks closed mixed. The Dow closed up 54 points. The Nasdaq fell four points. Now this. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 703 on this Thursday, December 28th, 2023. 50 degrees will dip into the mid-40s overnight. Good evening, I'm Sarah Jacobs with the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight on WTOP, there is a large police presence at the Tanger Outlet Mall near the National Harbor this evening. Prince George's County Police say they are investigating a shooting involving an off-duty police officer. They say the officer and the family were getting into a car when they were approached by several suspects. Police say they forced the officer and family out of the car and then the officer fired their weapon. It is not known at this time if anyone was injured in this incident. We have a WTOP reporter headed to headed to the scene. So keep it here as we bring you the latest on this developing situation. By the end of this year, D.C. will be looking at a nearly 40 percent increase in violent crime and homicides reaching the highest level in more than 20 years. These numbers have the city assessing which of their latest crime-fighting initiatives are working and which are not. So far this year, the city has seen 271 homicides and a big spike in robbery since last year. The increase we've seen is, in my view, part of a long-term strain on the whole environment. D.C. City Administrator Kevin Donahue says he believes fewer officers in the city played a role in the spike. So did the impact of COVID-19 on the court system. That has implications because cases can get stale. He says the city is halfway through looking at dozens of programs and initiatives that are in place to address crime. I prefer programs that that we know have shown results over the past few years, and we look to be able to expand on what we know has worked. And which ones will stick around will be revealed in the upcoming budget from the mayor. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Montgomery County public school leaders kicked off the holiday break with a new reminder for teachers and staff about their social media posts. Some educators in the county have been disciplined recently for posts that some parents and Jewish leaders viewed as anti-Semitic. Employees are reminded to watch what they post on social media and to make sure it aligns with the system's values. That's according to an email sent to staff members before winter break. 
Gila Franklin Siegel with the Jewish Community Relations Council of the Greater Washington Area says it's unfair to expect a student to sit in a teacher's classroom knowing what they said online. Their responsibility is to make sure that all children in their classrooms feel safe with them, that their students can feel completely respected for who they are by their educators. But the Montgomery County Education Association says the system has violated the teacher's due process by publicly condemning their actions before completing an investigation. WTOP has reached out to MCPS for comment on the email sent to staff, but has yet to receive a response. Grace Newton, WTOP News. 706, former Washington commander safety DeShazer Everett and two current players are being sued over a deadly crash in Loudoun County two years ago. The December 2021 crash killed Olivia Peters, a woman Everett was dating. The $25 million lawsuit filed on behalf of Peters' mother claims Everett, Jamin Davis, and Benjamin St. Just knew they were speeding and driving recklessly as they raced their cars along a remote county road. Everett was released from the team after the crash and ultimately pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor and served three months home detention. There's no comment on this lawsuit from the commanders. Virginia doctors are encouraging folks to get flu shots after the state's health department announced the first child flu death of the season. The State Department of Health says a child 5 to 12 years old in Virginia's eastern region died from complications associated with the flu. State Health Commissioner Dr. Karen Shelton told the public she's urging everyone who is eligible to receive the flu vaccine to not only protect themselves, but also those around them. The state says getting your flu shot, practicing preventative measures like good hygiene, and seeking care early on if you contract the flu are the best ways to make sure you or your child don't experience severe complications. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Despite today's mild fall-like temperatures, it is officially the winter season. But there are some questions about whether we'll get any snow this winter. We only receive on average around 13 inches of snow. ABC7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says we haven't even been close. Last season, we didn't have anything at all. And the year before that, it was also very low. Some blame the so-called D.C. snow holes, saying even areas south of us get more snow than we do. Rudin says downtown there's lots of concrete buildings and traffic. We have the Tidal Basin, we have the Potomac River, we have the Anacostia. All that can come into play when we see snowfall amounts. But overall, he says we get our share. As for this year... I do believe that moving into the month of February, our chances are going to increase in terms of seeing the potential for at least accumulating snow. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some encouraging money news for prospective home buyers. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sarah, run the Capitol Beltway on the Maryland side. No reports of any major problems. The rush hour has wound down. If you're on 270 southbound, you're in a delay toward Route 80 Urbana. The crash at last report was still there on the right shoulder, drawing enough attention to keep you on the brakes. And beyond that, you'll slow and stretch us toward 109. But once you get past the incident scene, your pace should improve. Looking for a crash on 124 Mid-County Highway near Woodfield Road. Units should just be now responding. Baldwin Washington Parkway dealing with some volume delays northbound through Greenbelt. Nothing complicated about that. 50 was good in Maryland between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. Blazeburg crash reported on Kenilworth Avenue. It's northbound near Tilden Street. Driving into District D.C., 295 southbound standard volume delays, leaving Burroughs Avenue toward East Capitol Street. Nothing reported in the roadway for you there. 395, 695 was good. We had a brief delay on the inbound 14th Street Bridge across the Potomac, though. 
into Virginia Beltway travel. Good. No reports of any problems on the 66 corridor inside or outside the Beltway. On 95 North, you'll slow out a triangle and stretches toward Newington. It's volume only. No incidents reported for you there. Hernan Parkway, the crash uh, investigation continues eastbound near Eldon Street. We are brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission at NavyFederal.org. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We are dry here this evening, dry overnight, but rain back in the forecast. Just a few light showers for Friday afternoon and evening. Temperature-wise, mid-40s to lower 50s here this evening. By early Friday morning, upper 30s to mid-40s, so turning a little colder. And temperatures not quite as high expected for Friday afternoon as where we topped out today. Look for about 47 to 51 degrees as the rain moves out. Our upcoming weekend look dry, mostly sunny to partly sunny with a high temperature around 50 degrees each day. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 in Germantown, 52 in Annandale and 50 degrees at DuPont Circle. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 710. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Pending home sales remained at the lowest level in 22 years in November, despite a jump in buyers looking. First-time unemployment claims rose for the second straight week. December's jobless rate likely rose to 3.8%. Used vehicles are holding their value better after reaching record highs. The average used vehicle today is worth about 10% more after three years than before the pandemic. The Dow finished Thursday session up 54 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, details on a new study which finds that quality of patient care has a lot to do with who owns the hospital. It's 7-Eleven. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt Tax Services, home of the Money Today Guarantee. Refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo. With us, every trip is a positively charged adventure. You won't resist our electrifying deals. They're more than shocking. Still alternating? Let's illuminate things. Buyer's deals are so magnetic, they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts. From our battery of options to our sparking services, we've got the amps to energize your capacitors. Join the current trend. At Buyer Volvo, we're wired differently. Why settle for static when you can be electric? Buyer Volvo cars, charging the way to a brighter drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. This is John from 2060 Digital, and one of our retail partners asked us how they can improve their holiday season marketing. This is peak time for profits and competition, so you need to spend your ad dollars wisely. Syncing your digital conversions with your website's analytics and your point-of-sale system will prove your rate of return and allow you to put your money in the right place. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com. 
Still ahead, a Northern Virginia community is saying goodbye to a man who's been there since the founding of their town. More news in 60 seconds. Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming out from my house, my car, I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax. They know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 715. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Thanks for being with us. Patients in hospitals owned by private equity groups come down with more infections and fall more often than patients in other hospitals. This is the finding of a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Researchers compared the care of patients in more than 50 of these private equity hospitals with the care of patients with the same medical issues at 200 other hospitals. Eileen O'Grady is with the Private Equity Stakeholder Project, and she joined us to talk about the effect of hospital ownership on health care. We found that almost one in 10 private hospitals in the U.S. are now owned by private equity firms. Over a third of those are hospitals that serve rural communities, and many of them are safety net hospitals, which are primarily serving poor and uninsured patients. How do we know, Eileen, and we will get into this study in a moment, but how do we know for walking into a private equity-owned hospital? I'm sure they don't put that out on the front front of the building. Yeah, the short answer is that you don't. A big part of my job is trying to figure out sort of what these companies are doing. They're very, very secretive. So reaction to this JAMA study, it looked at Medicare claims. Anything surprise you in the findings and, and what was concerning? I think it's a really groundbreaking study. I, I think that sort of top line finding is that they found a 25% increase in hospital acquired conditions. So things like falls or infections after a PE firm acquires the hospital. So this is really a first of its kind study. It's been incredibly difficult to pierce the veil of how these firms operate and extract profits from hospitals and, and other kinds of healthcare companies. There've been lots of signs that we should be wary PE firms have a singular focus when they buy a company on generating as much revenue as possible over a very short period of time. And so in many ways, you know, it's a groundbreaking study, but it confirms a lot of what we've been afraid of as we've been studying PE ownership of hospitals over the years. So what do patients do? I know you're watching it from the watchdog perspective, but as a patient, what do we do to try and protect ourselves if some of this is happening? There's not much besides engaging with elected officials over concerns over what PE ownership of hospital means for patients and healthcare workers, demanding greater oversight and greater regulation. And Capitol Hill is involved in this too now, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of focus from from lawmakers and regulators over PE ownership of, of all kinds of healthcare companies. I think the lowest hanging fruit that folks are looking at right now is basically just disclosure and transparency. These firms really are operating completely in the shadows. And so the first thing that 
that is relatively easy for lawmakers to demand is the same kinds of disclosure requirements that they're making of any other kind of hospital company, nonprofits or publicly traded firms. Eileen O'Grady is research and campaign director at Private Equity Stakeholder Project, a nonprofit that seeks to keep these PE firms in check. And now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Maine is removing former President Donald Trump from the 2024 primary ballot, becoming the second state in the country to block the president from the primary race. The family of an Israeli-American-Canadian triple national, Judy Weinstein, has received confirmation she was killed in the October 7th Hamas attack that sparked the war in Gaza. And on this fifth anniversary of his arrest in Russia, American Paul Whelan tells our J.J. Green he's afraid he'll be overlooked in yet another prisoner exchange. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Joe Conway's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sarah, we'll start off in Virginia. Talk about the delays along the 95 corridor northbound, off and on slow, leaving Dumfries toward Woodbridge and Newington with breaks along the way. No incidents reported blocking there. Should it all be volume there on the 66 stretch inside, outside the Beltway? Fine. No reports of any major or minor issues for that matter. Beltway travel was good. Herndon, Herndon Parkway eastbound was still closed at last report near Eldon Street because of a crash investigation where... A driver apparently struck a pedestrian on uh, 234 near I-95 looking for a crash there in Dumfries. On 17 going south, the uh, crash activity was reported as you make your way uh, toward um, uh, Lee's Mill Road. Units are responding. You're getting by to the right. In the district, no reports of any major issues on the highways. Just standard volume delays southbound on D.C. 295 leaving Burroughs Avenue toward East Capitol Street. Maryland Beltway travel was good. 270 still jammed southbound through Urbana. The crash activity remains on the right shoulder. On uh, the 95 and Baltimore Washington Parkway corridors, finding things moving well. Bladensburg Road, or Bladensburg rather, the crash on Kenworth Avenue is northbound to near Tilden Street. You're under police direction there. Montgomery County crash on 124. The Mid County Highway was at the intersection with Woodfield Road. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Veronica Johnson. All right, this evening, we've got temperatures mid-40s to lower 50s out there with some mostly cloudy skies, so still some scattered clouds around the area, but it is going to remain dry this evening overnight, even first thing tomorrow morning, your morning rush, looking A-OK again. Overcast skies expected early tomorrow, but we do have a chance for some rain showers between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. tomorrow. Highest chance between 5 and 9 p.m. Not going to get much rain at all, only about a tenth of an inch. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 now in Germantown. It's 52 in Annandale and 50 degrees at DuPont Circle. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, feeling the need to say good riddance to 2023? Well, there's a day for that, and it's today. It's 7.20. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th, and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. As the year comes to a close, do you have a vehicle that you no longer need? Don't spend hundreds of dollars on maintenance costs. Donate your vehicle to Melwood. 
Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Call today to donate and have your vehicle picked up for free as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet ferrosage. Drive an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Right now, get up to 20% off in stock 23 Ram 1500s. See dealer for details. Fair Oaks Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> With a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. 722. Family and friends are mourning the loss of a member of the Reston, Virginia community who was killed while crossing Reston Parkway Tuesday morning. Fairfax County police say 87-year-old Peter McCandless was crossing near Market Street about 7 a.m. when he was hit by an SUV. The victim's son, Chris, tells NBC4 his dad was a loving man. Never met a stranger. He was really upbeat person always. Uh, Everybody loved him. And he thinks of his father as Mr. Reston. He was involved with Reston from the very beginning in 1964 when Reston was conceived by Robert E. Simon, uh, the developer and designer of of the, the planned community of Reston in 64. Police say the driver stayed at the scene and there's no word on whether charges will be filed. Just in time for the holiday weekend, Metro says construction on the red line through downtown D.C. will be wrapping up early. The agency says normal service will begin this Saturday morning at 7. And the critical repairs and upgrades on the red line that started December 18th wrapped up a day earlier than expected. If you need a way to get home New Year's Eve after partying a little too much, the Washington Regional Alcohol Program says it will be back with its Sober sober Ride program once again this year. The program runs from 10 p.m. Sunday to 4 a.m. Monday. You can use that program simply by downloading the Lyft app and then entering the Sober Ride code in the payment tab. Now, today is Good Riddance Day. Did you know that? It's a timely observance, obviously, as we get ready to pack up 2023 and say hello to 2024. It's the day you purge all your bad memories, bad decisions, and any other obstacles you encountered this year. The tradition started in Latin America when New Year's revelers would stuff dolls with objects representing all the things they didn't like about the year and then lit the dolls on fire in order to destroy all the unpleasantness of the year that was concluding. Now, for the last 17 years, December 28th has been the day that those in New York have been writing down those memories and lighting them on fire. Can't make it to Times Square? Well, just post